This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to Walter Fan TV. The Joy and the Pain podcast is also live. Um, today, we're talking to Cormac. He's from uh, Drogheda, or uh, not Drogheda, as uh, many people say. Um, well, hello. Welcome, Cormac. Welcome to Walsall Fan TV. Thank you very um, much for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's exciting times, isn't it? Um, the Travella Group, when they, uh, when they bought into Walsall, they said they wanted a multi-club sort of uh, group and we weren't sure how th- that would work we sort of initially thought that maybe they'd be buying an american club or something like that but uh popping into ireland and uh getting hold of drawda as um is the uh, the game have you guys seen things over there um well yeah it's Going in cautiously optimistic i think everybody is i think a lot of the supporters here are you know, we've seen it happen with other clubs in the league uh, with ownership and stuff. So with problems there up the road in Dundalk, our neighbours had American ownership group come in a few years ago and it didn't go particularly well off the pitch and on the pitch. And uh, they ended up leaving there with uh, the club in the same predicament and didn't improve anything whatsoever. So I think everyone here is a bit cautiously optimistic that we won't end up like our neighbours up yeah. there and uh, that it will be a good thing for the club to progress on and off the pitch for the future when uh, when Trevella first bought Warsaw, um people looked into the detail and saw that one of the directors had got like sort of he was managing a fund of 28 billion or something like that and people sort of thought that we'd got uh, Abramovich or something coming to join us but I think they are of um more slender means. Uh, what they said they'd do with Warsaw it would be uh, incremental improvements. So they're not sort of going to throw millions at it, expecting a, a, a snap change. It would be steady, incremental uh, improvements. And I think they'll probably be looking for the same for you guys, I think. And uh, as you say, we've got to be careful when we bring in new owners in. The they don't make things worse yeah, or, it's... or even worse or, or even worse, make it great for a, a very short time. And then it all goes a uh, pack of cards. So um, I understand why you're a bit nervous, but um, Travella um, 
so far, they've done everything they said they'd do. Yeah, I think that's um, what we've, well, I've been looking and a few others, I'm sure, have been looking to see what they've been doing over with you guys to see, um, especially off the pitch. I know they had set out to take the stadium, was it, the over? And that's it, yeah, the stadium. Yeah, within the time, within about a year or two, so like we have a stadium that's like not it's not fit for purpose in like for any sort of like professional league. Majority of the stadiums here are falling up like like good amounts of them would be not suitable for even League Two, League One clubs in England. So no. uh like it's it's basically just a cow shed, like you know, a few sheds. <laughs> And, what sort uh, of attendance do you normally get, Jordan? Um, well, I'd say this season we've had a better attendance in the like around the ground for the last compared to previous years. You know, we're getting about two thousand average now okay. uh, at home games. Uh, about one thousand nine hundred. We have a thirty nine percent growth on last last season. I think it is, which is the highest I think in the League of Ireland uh, Premier Division in uh, attendances. So, like we used to be getting about. I think pre-COVID it was about seven hundred or something, six hundred, seven hundred. Really stepping up, then, isn't it? So I think I the think... Irish game, the Irish game is really uh, improving. It, it is. I think. I think um, sorry, I think uh, after COVID, everyone kind of had a pre, like a, a football fever for wanting to see games uh, in the league and stuff, because no one was able to go to matches. Um within like any sort of game of football within England or, or even here. So I think uh, when the restrictions were lifted, brought everything back and everyone was wanting to go and see a game of football. And I think across the whole league, attendance has just shot up. So uh, <laughs> our attendance now is usually around 2,000, especially when it's at the big yeah. games. Like our stadium can hold about four, like 3,000 or so uh, but yeah. I think health and safety reasons, it's there now two two and a half thousand, I think now. So yeah, I think you can get yeah. sold out for big games like our derby matches against Dundalk uh, every season at the moment. So like two games against them, they are always sold out. Uh, games against the champions, Shamrock Rovers or Bohemians or anything like that. That's uh, that's good. So I think Trevella will probably help to uh, build the new ground. Yeah, we we've been. We've been looking for that for a long, long time. I think in the early 2000s, uh, yeah, it's around 2007 after we were won the league title and stuff. There was a lot of money thrown at that and it went, didn't go too well. So it didn't, our stadium plans fell through there. And it's been mooted about for the last decade or so now, but we have the, the government don't have, the FAI don't have the funds and the government won't fund it. So no. I think. When you're limiting how many people you can get in there on health and safety grounds, I think if that's not a, a signal that, hang on, a bit of investment here is going to be uh, well worth it, it definitely looks like an excellent growth opportunity. I think it does. Uh, Drogheda is a massive, like it's a growing town. Um, so it is on, like it's situated in between Dublin and Belfast on along that line. So yeah. it's, it's right there in the middle, about 30 minutes from Dublin. Um, businesses can grow here as well, and yeah. you know, it's it's growing bigger the town itself. Like there's about there's, I think there's over forty thousand now. So 
club itself and the football and can grow here as well. Become a bigger, yeah. better thing. In Ireland, uh, the the biggest sport is the Gaelic football, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. The GAA is uh, massive here, so it is between Gaelic and hurling. It's the um, number what, one. Uh, what kind of attendances do they get for Gaelic football? Um, well, all, all Ireland uh, thing, all Ireland's would be in the town, like I'd say more than 20,000, some of them, 50 and uh-huh. 20s. Uh, all Ireland finals, like, would be 60, 70, 80,000. Oh, great. Massive, massive crowds at that. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's slowly converting them to football. Yeah, that? we're trying to build the football up. So we are again. We've been trying, I think we've been trying to do it for a long time. But the stadium, a lot of the stadiums just aren't up to scratch. So they aren't for families and for bringing new people in. Uh, some clubs have a lot of plans uh, for for them, like Bohemians have plans to do up their ground. To, like it's getting knocked down and re- stands rebuilt and stuff. And yeah. I think Finn, another club up in Northern Ireland, Finn Harps around Donegal, uh, they have plans for one in the future, Sligo. They all have sort of plans moved about for infrastructure it's just people with the money to come in and yeah uh, get that investment going isn't it's, it it's just people with money and needing money to build them because the fei can't fund it and uh the government the government i'm not sure whether the irish government want to fund it either so <laughs> it's kind of all up in the air i suppose external investment is going to have to do the job for us if that's yeah. possible well it, sometimes it, it is that's the way things get developed isn't it private investment rather than the public yeah. money and um but the private investors are generally smart aren't they they're sort of they don't yeah, travel like, away very often i think um from looking at travella i think they can i think they will be happy enough to do the job i would hope anyways like uh, even if it's a short term in our current stadium like uh, for now like being able to improve I don't know toilets. The toilets are are dreadful. Yeah. Uh, things like toilets, the roof on our current ground, maybe do it up a little bit because we're still going to be here for another three or four years or something. Yeah, so yeah. Just to make it a little bit more, you know, for families and stuff like who have maybe haven't been at the ground before, just try and make it a bit nicer for new people to come and maybe uh, get a temporary stand behind the goal or something. Yeah. Like, I think if they were to make small little adjustments to the current ground while while uh, all that's ongoing, it would be very good. I think because football as a, a global brand is uh, obviously massive and way bigger than Gaelic football. So um, there is definitely a growth opportunity there. And um, as you say, if you just increase the um, facilities, improve the facilities, um give people a reason not to avoid going as the uh almost the case isn't it yeah um, as you say covering covering stands and uh giving people comfortable environment to be in all the year round that's, yeah uh, that's the, the way one, to go. one of the main things that we want anyways um like is our in the infrastructure and like training facilities as well we don't we don't have any training facilities at all that are in our own name like we think uh, the players at the moment use a local train or local um college yeah uh, which only has one pitch so it does uh to train on and like 
I'd say other local clubs, smaller clubs around the town would want to use that as well. So we need probably our own training facilities, uh, youth setup, all that as well. Need it's to... like converting it from an amateur to a professional. Yeah, yeah it's like um, we're, we're a part-time club and like we, like we're punching well above our weight now at the moment, being in the Premier Division. So yeah, yeah with, with, them, with the budget that we've been using for the past three, four years, definitely punching above our weight which is good for the like to be in the primary division and uh to be playing quite well at times and to be yeah. fighting up against the best teams in the country yeah i've, I've seen uh, i've seen a few highlights that red flares seem to be the uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, is that it's a, a regular big... thing, or is that just for the local derby? Uh, I think it's a big thing in in Ireland uh, across all of Irish clubs is the flares and smoke bombs and all that sort of thing. It's yeah, they don't like that in England too much. They're they're they are banned, <laughs> so they are, yeah, they are they banned. Are banned. Not, we're not allowed them really, so or not, but. Uh, they it's for the last decade or so or longer they've been used and they've added atmosphere added to the atmospheric games like especially at derby games or yeah even away games and stuff so it adds to every everything that you know games <laughs> even I though they're not allowed it's a bit of a balance there isn't it because you, you've got things like the flares and the uh the madness that goes along with that and then you're balancing that with the fact that you want to introduce families and have more families come in. Yeah, I think I think what uh, what needs to be done there is there needs to be a discussion between the FAI and clubs and supporters on a more safer way of using um, you know flares and stuff. Like I'm sure in European football, like Belgium and uh, other countries, Turkey, where it's more it, predominantly used, yeah. they have safer ways of using it so i i personally would like a discussion on on clubs and fans with the football association to try and like safely use them yeah i think when um people would be a bit nervous if they um they they came from uh, england over to Dorida. um and there was flares going off i think if uh, if you guys come to England for pre-season, which is possible, I think, um, you need to make sure you don't bring any flares with you, I think. Yeah, no. I'd say for pre-season, we, we don't know no one really is using them for pre-season or anything like that now, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> um, as, far as, um, as far as the partnership between the clubs, we are brothers now, of course. Or uh, when it goes through, we'll be sort of uh, brothers under the umbrella banner. Um, and sharing of players, I think, is good. One player we need to mention is Freddie Draper, who uh, oh, okay. came for yourselves did very well, didn't they, Freddie Draper? He did, yeah, he came in, um, I think it was at the end of January, um, from Lincoln to us. Uh, we had a good partnership with Lincoln City for the past two years. I think it was in 2021. They sent over Sean Rowan and Sam Long, uh, defender and the goalkeeper, yeah. uh, on loan to us for half a season. And, um, I mean, Sam Long is exceptional, so he was for us in yeah. goals for that half a season. He's one of the best keepers I've seen 
best young keepers I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Sean Rowan as well is another fantastic player. He was 18 when he came over and uh, top top player at the back and a young player. And uh, he did quite well. The both of them did exceptionally. And um, I think Sam now is over in Scotland and Sean is playing with Lincoln's first team now. So oh, he's going to, yeah, I think that's and, where uh, Freddie is going to end up, I think. Yeah, with Freddie, like he came in and he did exceptionally well. Uh, the first few games, you know, he was he, he wasn't scoring the goals, but he was missing a lot of opportunities. But he was always working hard off the ball. Yeah, and I think that's what everyone bought in bought into about him was he would just continue working really hard without the ball to try and upset defenders and try and get in the mix. And like he was just exceptional at doing that. And then obviously the goals uh, ended up following him. Before yeah. he went back and to he, Lincoln and then over to you guys. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well for Walsall. Um, he's keeping Danny Johnson out of the team. And uh, Danny Johnson was sort of very highly regarded. He was our signing of the season, of the Klaus season. Um, and he's not been playing because Freddie Draper is keeping him out of the side pretty much. I have um, watched the game recently there on um on Saturday, yeah, Saturday's game against... Uh, oh, the 4-1 against Gillingham, yeah, what a game. I watched that game against Gillingham there, just to see. And I uh, was quite impressed with a few players there. Yeah, well, Isaac Hutchinson did particularly well. Yeah, um, very enjoyable now to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not kidding. Well, we'll have to get some of you guys over. Over yeah. the water. And uh, hopefully it's be as good a game as that. And um, you can also get us on uh, iFollow as well. Yeah, I, I'll be having a look. I won't be watching the game this week, though, because we're playing on Friday as well. Uh, Are you playing Friday as well? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I won't be able to catch that one, unfortunately. Is there a way, isn't it? So, yeah, that's it. Well, uh, your guys will be able to catch up with uh, my match day vlogs and that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I'm really having a look to see because I usually watch match day vlogs of uh, the other clubs or other supporters or that's it, it, yeah. Clubs, so. That's it. And um, there's a, a couple of young players coming through at Warsaw, which I think the way things are going, you're likely to get for next yeah. season. Because yeah. your season runs slightly different to ours, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah, it runs from through the summer. So it's from, I think it's from February to November. February to November, yeah. I've got you, okay. And then the cup or like the cup final is the last thing uh, for our domestic seasons, the big showpiece event uh, for Irish football. I'd say that's on November twelfth this year. I think it's okay. uh, in the Aviva Stadium. We'll have, to, we'll have to see whether versus, we can get over there for that as well. Yeah, it's Bohemians versus St Patrick's at like two Dublin clubs. 
So uh, we'll be hoping for a big crowd for that. Like I'll personally be going to it anyways. <laughs> so well, even though I don't, I don't really like the two clubs. <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, two, uh, two players that perhaps may be coming over to you. Um, one is uh, Ronan Mayer. He's, uh, he's an Irish lad. I have heard, um, yeah, I have heard of him. I don't know much about him now, but I... He's, uh, he's at Rushall Olympic at the moment on loan. And uh, it is possible that he'll come back to the Warsaw first team. But um, if he doesn't quite get back to the first team, it could be uh, he's coming over and uh, spending some time with you guys. Um, we've also got um, a keeper, George Barrett, um, who possibly might come over to see you. Um, and Dylan Thomas, he's a very young lad. He's only 17, I think, 16, 17. But he sort of had some cameo, a couple of cameos in, in around the first team. So I think for his development, it could work for you. And um, also, there's another striker, marvellous Marvin. Marvin Onabirek Hanlon. That's a difficult one to get your name out. Uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, one. Just call him Marv. He's on loan at the moment to Worcester City. Um, I think it's Worcester City, is that right? Anyway, um, and they're about level nine, so uh, it should be a nice step up. Um, going to uh, draw it up. Um, so I think it's possible. It's possible that you might get to see Marv. Yeah, I, I think uh, between the two clubs there will be player movement anyways so there will if players come through here at Rahadan they're doing quite well who knows they could end up uh, Walsall as well um, like and obviously vice versa with Walsall players coming here on loan uh, particularly yeah. from the reserve or under 19s or under 21s or, or whatnot um, so I think we, beneficial for young players to get game time as well so definitely we'll be seeing the that problem... The problem with Warsaw, I think we don't have a reserve team as such. So um, for us to get game time into younger players, we need to send them out on loan. So uh, sending them somewhere where we've got a good understanding with the club, that could work very well for us, I think. I think with us, we, we, we've been bringing through young players in the first team for quite a while now. Since, yeah. um, since probably 2018, I'd say we've been bringing through a lot of young players and some of the players have went on to play now in England. Uh, is it K Killian Phillips um, is a player who went from the draw of the first team in 2021 over to Crystal Palace. I think it was oh, yeah. in the league for about 50,000 with add-ons. Yeah. Uh, the end of the 21 season. And then uh, he went on loan last season to Shrewsbury. I think in League One, and he performed. Yeah. He won in the six months he was there. He won Player of the Year, and he's oh, at really? he's at Wickham Wanderers now on loan for this season. So we've brought, yeah. like, you know, bringing through good young players. Obviously helping with the development of you know Freddie and Sean Rowan and Sam Long and a few other players as well. Yeah, I think it'd be beneficial for you know young players to come over. There's uh, there's one guy I've got in mind. I think it's your centre half. That um, there's speculation oh. in the transfer window. Yeah. Connor Keeley. Connor Keeley, is it? Yeah. Connor Keeley, that's it. He's yeah. a right-sided centre-half, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's been fantastic this year, so he has for us. He, um, I think it was Notts County, I believe, who had two bids rejected Yeah. Um, coming up to the end of the summer transfer window. 
So it was, uh, they didn't really want to let him go. With safety up in the air for us, I think that was yeah. more important than selling him for about 20k or whatever it might have been. Yeah. So said no on that. And uh, I do, his con, like everybody's contract is running out anyways. It's a year long contract pretty much for, for League of Ireland players, for, for yeah. our players anyways. Um, so he'll be free to, I imagine, talk to whoever he wants to talk to as the season comes to an end. It'd be nice if he comes also, why wouldn't he? I think so. I don't I have no idea what way he'll be going, whether it's not <laughs> County or Walsall. I think uh, regardless of the Travella connection and uh, the band of brothers, as it were, um, money talks, doesn't he? It does, yeah. We'll see how, see how it goes now, so we will. Because uh, um, I'm sure there'll be friendly matches between the two clubs if it does go through in pre-season. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's definitely. I think uh, we may come over and see you guys for a friendly, or you come over and see us definitely uh, at this close season. I would say. Yeah, um, I if it does go through uh, next pre-season, I'm sure Walsall might have a game over here. I would be highly sure of it. <laughs> that's it. Time to uh, time to sample the Guinness and the. Uh, it would be it'd be a good good trip now, so it would. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Quite enjoyed uh, the um. Um, just before we finish, um, any strikers you think that are heading uh, looking particularly good for you at the minute? Um, well, strikers, we've been struggling at the moment for ourselves since uh, Freddie left for goals. Goals were probably spread about the team more so. Yeah. New defenders, uh, our right winger has got in with a few left, like Adam Foley, uh, Dale Rooney, left winger, scored a few crackers this year. So we have, yeah, uh, I'd say we have the whole goal of the season competition wrapped up for the League of Ireland in our own players. <laughs> <laughs> so we do, we have the we have about six or seven fantastic goal of the season contenders. Oh, excellent! Out of them all, um, <laughs> is there a YouTube channel over there? Um, for, it's mostly for highlights of games like uh, within the league. So uh, I think it's it would be probably be the FEI's one or it'd be we do have one ourselves. I think there is a Draw United uh, YouTube channel that just uh, uploads highlights of the games uh, uh, at the weekend from the live stream on on LOI TV. So I'm sure that's on there as well. And there's I'll obviously interview, some interviews and stuff as well. As, as you as you know on here we do. Uh... We do match previews, match day vlogs, match reactions, and then uh, we have a fan chat every month. Um, and then anything that's happening at Warsaw, we have sort of uh, Warsaw fan TV insights. So we're talking to former players and, and different things, such as this, with uh, thing, different things that are going on. So uh, it's all fun. It's all fun times. All fun stuff. I think so. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, fantastic. Hopefully, thing that uh, like between Travella now, and I'm sure that I'd say it would definitely be a yes vote. I definitely think it's going to be, it's going to go through. But there will be obviously a few concerned people and people with questions, and there's going to be an open forum here in Drada um, on the second of November for all of our yeah. supporters to attend with the Travella um, representatives. I don't know who is going to be there, but I imagine uh, I don't know if Ben Boycott will be there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Ben. I think I think Ben's probably going to cover both, isn't he? I think. Yeah, he, if he if it goes through, he'll be the co-chairman, and I think Wes was it Wesley. Um, 
Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, I'm sure a few of them will be there for answering questions in Drada for our supporters. Well, whoever has questions and concerns, which I'm, I know there's a few people who will, but hopefully they'll be able to clear things up and uh, the vote will be the pretty much a few days after the final game of the season yeah. on November 6th. So. I think people people naturally, um, and I've come across this in my, uh, in my career as a lean manufacturing specialist, people are resistant to change. So um, change has to be dealt with very carefully and uh, very collaboratively. Um, so, and I think Traveller had shown that they're good at that. Yeah, I, I think we've we've had been in a predicament before in the late two thousands, where um, to win league titles, where we were we were the best in the country at that time. Uh, we were throwing money. Whoever was in like charge back then. There was throw money at the playing squad, and um, we did win trophies. We won the league. We won the Premier Division. We won the FAI Cup. We won yeah. the Tanta Cups. We played in the UEFA Cup and the Champions League. We narrowly lost against Dynamo Kiev in two thousand and eight, um, four three, I think it was. Um, <laughs> very, 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 okay, close them, very close to knocking them out on the away goal rule. <laughs> so uh, we have, we, I think back then we threw money at it and it ended up coming back to bite us in the end yeah. uh, because in 2011 the club almost went bust so uh, thankfully the supporters saved the club and uh, we've been operating that part-time since then so I think now um, would probably be the right time and the right step to go and progress the club with someone who wants to invest on and off the pitch yeah I think you, you don't want you don't want a big time Charlie just coming in with a bit of money for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say we want to gradually improve every year um, on the pitch as well, of course. And if we can win a few trophies along along the way, and maybe get European football along the way, I think everyone would be happy with that. And we don't really obviously you want to win stuff in football, so you do, and you want to go on these. European away days across the place, across Europe, yeah. and uh, but you have to be, you have to know what you're doing. You don't want to throw things overboard. You have to be cautious with what you're doing with the club and yeah. what money you're spending. So, I think, I definitely think if we can do that, I'd be very happy myself now. Yeah, I think in England there's been a lot of instances where chairmen have sort of overextended themselves. And then ultimately they've got in trouble financially. Yeah, like I was, really? I kept an eye on the Scunthorpe United and uh, Southend uh, situations, but between yeah. the two clubs and their ownership issues. Um, but thankfully, I think they might have been resolved now. Hopefully, so. I think so. I think so. so. I think more, more especially with Travella, they seem much more stable, and. Um, more committed to the long term that's what it appears obviously we, we've not known them for that long but um they're they're doing what they said they'd do and uh, they're being consistent and uh hopefully help Warsaw get back into league one and uh start climbing the pyramid slowly and hopefully you can do that hopefully you can do that as well um because it's a long season as well and uh do have good players at Walsall so yeah. It, there, there's a lot of tough teams in league too with Wrexham and their money bags of uh, Ryan Reynolds and that and 
not yeah. happy as well. So it's a tough division to get out of. So it is. It is especially, especially this season. This this season is a madness, really. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. We'll see, we'll see how it goes, and uh, I'm sure this will all go through, and uh, we'll be over. We'll be having a connection with both clubs, um, a partnership of sorts as well. So that's it. And it'd be good. We we'll get you back on again when uh, around uh, when we're having our pre-season friendlies. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll as well, when, when we have that going on. I'm sure that will be uh, happening in the summer um, ahead of your pre-season. I think it would be because we'll be on. We'll, we'll probably okay, be checking yeah, our mid-season break. Yours, isn't it? Because, uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll put a team out to you um, yeah. in January as part of your pre-season. Right, yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe our reserves are uh, like an under-90, like an under-23 squad or something. Yeah. It is a busy schedule playing in League Two and with FA Cup action. Yeah, because well. the because uh, the mismatch on the where the season is that just makes yeah. it a tough. I think it? I think I think the summer time's more likely due to the pre-season in England, and then we yeah. usually have a mid-season break uh, or a t- like a small break of two weeks. So, oh, that would make more sense it, then. It yeah, would, it would fit in perfectly then. So it would, <laughs> and there's a, there's a lot in the the town like there's pub like you get everything like pubs and all that and for atmosphere and stuff as well. So there's a lot around, you know. Yeah. Uh, before the game, there's a few different pubs that supporters go to. I think that there's a lot of Walsall away Walsall fans who like to travel away. You're uh, rubbing their hands at the thought of visit uh, <laughs> Ireland. Yeah, there'll be a definite away game. I don't get to every away game, but I think a trip to Ireland sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I definitely think it would be fun, so it would. Yeah. Hopefully it all goes through and uh, we'd be able to do that in the summertime or, or whenever it might be. That's it. And uh, the the mantra of the uh, the channel, you'd be familiar with this, is the joy and the pain. <laughs> the joy and the pain, yeah. I, I don't know much about it now, but I, I definitely... Uh, Definitely in the joy and the pain of football, anyways. <laughs> well, the joy and the pain. Warsaw, Warsaw experienced the joy and the pain last two games. Four nil defeat, and then four nil home. That's joy and the pain, sort of captured perfectly there. Uh, Good right, reaction to that. Back, thanks for coming on. We're going to get you back on um, when we got a pre-season thingy coming on. That'll be perfect, won't it? Well, hopefully, all goes well and. Um, we get our questions answered at the forum and at the uh, I'm sure you will. I'm at sure the votes as well and uh, hopefully it all goes through and uh, there'll be a new era for our club as well especially um that's it and the brothers will be united and then we'll have a new a new brother club but Walsall in england so that's alongside it, sure. our uh, our other our uh, brother club in turkey <laughs> oh you've got one in turkey as well we do yeah we have a link with a uh, trabs on sport in turkey uh oh, sport, yeah which is a, a big Turkish club, but that's a that's a whole different story. That one. That's a that's one for another time, perhaps. That's, that's, one that's for a bit, time. that's a big a whole another story on uh, <laughs> the famine and also in Ireland. Excellent, nice one. And thanks everybody for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, Wolfsman TV will be back soon. And uh, looking forward to uh, Friday. Um, away to Newport. We're gonna have a watch along. We're watching our iPhone. And uh, we're having a watch along chat um, during the game. So uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for watching. Cheers. And we get you soon. Uh...
Cormac. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.